Girlfriends, hey there, it's that time, it's that time for another interview. Well, welcome to Girlfriends Got to Homeschooling with Angela Jordan Perry, and I am Angela. I'm bringing you another episode. It's been a while, it's been a while, but hey, we are here. We have some insightful uh, uh, news, important uh, things you need to be aware of as you're going on this homeschooling journey, some encouragement to you know, lighten your load, encourage you on this journey. And if this is your first time joining in, uh, like I said, this is Girlfriend's Guide to Homeschooling. And here is where you will find the encouragement for your journey. And basically we say hashtag we homeschool too, you know. Um, this is where those of the African diaspora who are homeschooling all across the country, uh, uh, all across the world, really, who are in the homeschooling, uh, uh, you know, journey, give their insights, their encouragement, share their, um, their journey along the path where it's been uh, a month, a year, 10 years, 20 years, okay? So this is where you're gonna find all those how-tos and some ideas that might spark you along your way uh, that you may wanna try out. So let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am a homeschool mom of eight children, three of whom I've already graduated. Five, I'm still homeschooling. We've been homeschooling for 20 years. I've been homeschooling in this for 20 years. Uh, we make our uh, homestead in the upstate part of South Carolina in the northwestern part of the state. And here in the state of South Carolina, I give families legal status to homeschool their children, okay? So I'm an option three accountability association director. I own that and um, administrator of this uh, business. So my purpose-driven life is to make a positive impact on thousands of homeschoolers worldwide. And I do that first right here, serving my community in South Carolina and then outreaching out throughout the world, okay? You can find Girlfriend's Guide to Homeschooling on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, and the podcast, which is called Girlfriend's Chat. Okay, so basically you hear this beautiful interview on the podcast, Girlfriends Chat, and then on Girlfriends Guide to Homeschooling on YouTube, you find a, a short teaser of insights for you to glean from, okay? All right, so that's just a little bit um, about me. Now, we're going to get started with our guest today, and I have Tina Ramsey. Tina, are you ready to make it happen? Yes, I am. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Tina, okay? Tina Ramsey is the inspiring mom behind Homeschooling and Oils, an active blogger, female wellness ambassador, certified life church, uh, coach, excuse me, certified life coach, entrepreneur, curriculum developer, and author are just some of the roles on Tina's impressive resume. Bringing her wealth of knowledge to each task, Tina is a formidable asset to the revolutionizing of the way children are taught. Her personal experience has expanded her ability to connect with unique learners and to teach parents and teachers how to adapt their programs to make them fun and exciting to learn. Tina offers online one-on-one -on -one life coaching, homeschooling, and female family wellness. Tina's passion for the world of learning difference or special needs, you know, if you, uh, we call it learning differences, special needs, grew even more when her own child was diagnosed with multiple learning differences or disabilities. 
um, such as high-functioning autism, ADD, dyslexia, dyscalculia, dysgraphia, and developmental delay. She was told that her child was incapable of learning and just accepted. They told her a laundry list of things that her child would never, ever be able to do, like read. But Tina decided from that point on to make sure that her child gets the best education provided by her because she knew her child better than any else um, and believed in her child. So she was going to teach her child to read and do everything else she was told her child would never, ever be able to do. So now her child can read, very social and learning. She's continuously checking off that list of do's, or I should say continuously checking off that list of don'ts to do's. It's because Tina refused to accept that uh, because she knew that her child was capable and teachable. So that's what preempted Tina to remove her child from public school system. She uh, then started to homeschool both of her children at home. Now, there's a lot more that can be said about Tina. You all be sure to read more of her um, diverse uh, resume and experiences and backgrounds. And she's also, uh, just let you know, again, she has um, homeschooling coaching, homeschooling planning, tutoring. She speaks at many events and groups about female wellness. And she's gonna tell us a little bit about that. So Tina, <laughs> I just told the girlfriends a little bit about it's you. It's different when you listen. I'm like, who that girl? <laughs> <laughs> That's Tina Ray. <laughs> but I have told the girlfriends just a little bit about you. So tell us, um, uh, you told us about how you got started in this homeschooling journey. How was it from the beginning of your journey to now? And how long have you been homeschooling? Well, it wasn't easy. I'm not gonna come up here and give you guys fluff and happy ever afters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was very difficult because for me at first, because although I have a public school um, background where I used to teach and also I was a behavior therapist in school for other mm -hmm. students, I never envisioned myself being a homeschooler. I mm -hmm. absolutely could see myself teaching everybody else's children, but I never envisioned teaching my own and doing it at home because that wasn't a, a conversation that you hear when you're around your friends or around your community. You don't hear homeschooling that often, yeah. but I knew something had to change. I've been homeschooling now for um, seven, eight years time go by so fast I need to add it up <laughs> but um because they cause they they're teenagers and now my daughter is about to graduate high school in about two more years so yeah time went wow. by fast wow. so I had to really de-school myself okay. um because what I first started doing was doing what I already knew which I was taking the public school model and just bringing it home and if it wasn't working while they was in school, why in the world would I think it'll work when I'm home? <laughs> you know, so I had to mm -hmm. really change my, my, my philosophies of what I thought school should be and be okay if it looked different from what I was accustomed to. And once mm -hmm. I did that, then I was able to teach myself, be able to teach my children and be able to customize the learning experience around them truly. And not just saying, oh, I homeschool, I homeschool. Right. No, are you really homeschooling? <laughs> and right. stuff like that. So I had to really 
do a self-analysis of myself. And through that, that journey, because we're, we're all going through that journey together because it's something we've never done before. Right. And now I can't imagine anything else. I wish I would have never uh, went the other journey. I wish I would have started from the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, however, I'm so happy that I did. Um, I am homeschooling now. It's the best decision that I have, could have ever made for my family. And I encourage anybody who feel like they're not qualified or feel like they can't do it. You are. You are the best qualified person to teach your child because you love them. Right. And they're not a number to you. In the mm. system, there are a number. There are statistics. You are, you give them life. They're your babies. You're going to go over and beyond. You know what they are capable of. You know what they're not capable of. And you know what your child needs. Yeah. And so yeah. I knew what my child needed, but I needed to, we needed to do this journey together. And it draws us closer together as a family. So if you're scared, Go ahead and do it scared. <laughs> right. I love, I love that slang. If you're scared, do it scared. So tell us um, now, You is your daughter, does she have any um, learning specialties or um, differences? Okay. I have two ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. My son has multiple learning differences. As you um, already told the audience, he has yeah. autism. He has, I say he has all the dys dyslexia, dysgraphia, dyscalculia. He has all those along with developmental delays. Okay. However, my daughter, on the other hand, she is very gifted. The only thing she ever have issues with is math. That's her weak, weak spot. Okay. But other than that, my child, she is very gifted on all levels. Like other than math, she is just like her. It's just way, way, way out there. Like, so even when she was in public school, she was, um, on that list and percentile of the gifted and talented in our mm. county. Okay, so okay. I had to learn how to facilitate my child who does not learn the same way. And I had to also accommodate my child, my other child who is gifted. That wasn't really hard for me to figure out. What was hard for me to figure out was how do I bring out the best in my son mm -hmm. who everyone else gave up on. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. once I was able to balance that and also when you have a child with a learning difference as parents we gravitate towards the child that is that that's having more issues having more problems right so that is going to be my question how did you figure out the balance because that one so, tends to get a lot of your attention your time your energy so that you can make sure they are doing what they need how did you find the balance between making sure you're giving some attention to this child who can just do it and then giving attention to this one child and then feeling not spent. How, how did you do that, Tina? I'm going to be honest again. I had to learn. I had to learn because I used to be up nights crying, praying, mm -hmm. reading books, um, mm -hmm. taking classes to figure out how can I break through to help my son. But yet one day mm -hmm. it dawned on me, are you putting the same tenacity behind your gifted child? And I had to honestly say, no, I wasn't because she is self-driven. She's right. self-driven. She can do, she, she, I give her a list. She does all that. She's very list oriented. She gets okay. it done. She's very, I mean, she can literally self-teach herself because she's mm -hmm. very studious. Mm -hmm. And I had to really work hard to balance it. And I just said, you know what? I started implementing giving each child isolated time with me alone. Okay. 
And when I did that, I found out how my child really felt about certain things on an emotional level. Because what we don't realize is that it's more to homeschooling than just books to paper learning mm-hmm. and all this. It's an mm-hmm. emotional state that we yeah. have to address as well. Right. And so when I start implementing and addressing our emotions, how to balance them naturally, then I saw the breakthrough for both children. I was able to hear how my daughter felt. And I was like, well, how do you feel about the amount of time that I have to spend with your brother and stuff? And she, mm-hmm. I make me want to cry, but she, on the other hand, I was, she was saying I was being too hard on myself. She said, because she want her brother to be able to do what he is capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. totally understand. Yes. Sometimes she would mind if I was there for her a little bit more, but she mm-hmm. want her brother to succeed even more than her having a little mm-hmm. bit of time. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I appreciate you saying that, but you are just important to me. I love you. And so mm-hmm. I start designating time specifically for her with mm-hmm. education, um, which I was doing that anyway, but I'm talking about emotional time. Yeah. Spending time with her, doing something that don't have anything related to school because she does that. She does it very well. She takes instruction very well. So we'll yeah. do things like watch a favorite movie, read a book, talk about different things, um, shop, you know, different stuff that it, it, mm. it really, it don't have any basis uh, of going through the learning process, but it's more important. Quality time. Yeah, keeping the relationship going and let her yeah. know that mommy's here for you. You are an essential part of mommy's life as well. And I value you. You right. are worth of my right. time. I know I have to help your brother, but you are just as worthy. Beautiful. And so that's when everything start forging together and both children don't feel like they lack in anything because they have me 100% because I make sure I give them isolated time. Just, just them and I, Beautiful. nobody else. Beautiful. Nobody else. Yeah. And is that, so is that the emotional breakthrough that you mentioned that you all experienced when you started implementing giving quality time? to both of the children outside of the, or I should say, especially your daughter. Is that the emotional breakthrough that you mentioned that yeah, needs to because, happen, just that quality time implementation? Well, yes, because as homeschoolers, we spend most of our time with our children. We spend more time with our children than anybody else. And yeah. sometimes we can misconstrue spending a lot of instructional time, homeschool time, family time as quality time. You're right. They're totally different. It's It's totally different. And once I realized that, now I'm not going to say I got that all at one time. Once I realized that, because every now and then I sit back and I do an analysis of myself. And I sit back and I look and I say, well, what can I do better? What did I didn't do as great as I would like? What am I going to change? And that was something that I saw that I knew I needed to change. And that is what shifted my whole homeschool. That's good, Tina. I mean, that's good. That's good information because you're right. And um, because we spend so much time with our children in the education hat. Yes. And then on the outside of that, then it's right off to us going on to do the next thing we have to do as moms, cook, clean, et cetera, doing all that kind of stuff. And so we can cut it short on giving quality time to our children. Just the one-on-one, let's hang out, buddy, buddy. I love you let me give you all my attention time to that child. So that is, um, that's worth its waiting goal. So thank you for sharing. That is a nugget that we can get caught up in um, and miss. So 
tell us your worst, worst day of homeschooling, that it was so bad, Tina, that you just wanted to quit. You're like, I'm done. I, I can't do this. I'm not made up. I'm not made out to do this, this job. This is not for me. Well, for those of you, well, those of you on here, you don't know me like that. So let me explain a little <laughs> bit of my background. Okay. <laughs> okay. I used to be very, very sick. I used to be very, very sick. I'm talking mm -hmm. about incredibly ill with lupus and all different kinds of things. Okay. And so my worst moment of my worst moment, and this is during our time of finding ourselves, our emotional balance and, and homeschooling. Mm -hmm. I was so ill and I was trying to do all the things to just say we have to do as moms and homeschool. And my body was burnt out mm. literally mm. we was getting the things done all the work done everything done but it just didn't seem like it was i was how it was supposed to be okay uh, what i envisioned it to be and i got my aha moment my aha moment was that tina you need to learn to be flexible Mm. your life situation at the time dictates how well your homeschool experience is going to be and at that moment I was really like I can't do this more I'm sick I need to figure out how to get myself well I just and then I uh, I'm, uh, they tell me my baby's not gonna read but he's gonna read I don't care if we got to get through these these three sentences every single day we he's gonna read this my daughter she's gonna know that I love her we're gonna spend all this time we're gonna do mm. da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. and I, my aha moment was Tina, you have to breathe and learn to be flexible and it's okay not to be perfect. Mm. It's okay if you have a list of 20 things and you only get three done. The three things that you got done is what you supposed to have got done for that day. Right. And then you just pick it up the next day. Right. I had to learn because I have that type A personality. I'm like, we got, we're going to get this, that, and the third done. And I had, mm -hmm. to, when I learned how to be flexible, that's another thing that changed my homeschool experience because mm. homeschooling is not perfection. Right. Homeschooling is a mm. journey. Mm. It's, it's not perfection. And we, we, we feel like we put all this added pressure on ourselves because of the fact that we're homeschooling and we're trying to prove something to the outside world. Yeah. But we need to first just think about what, why did we do this? Don't worry about them. Why yeah. are we doing this right. and then work and build on that? Later on, they're going to see our children's greatness. They're going to see it. <laughs> it's it's, 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 it's unmistakable. They're going to see it. Absolutely. But we need, to make, we need to make sure that we keep our home a safe haven of support and love and showing our kids that life is not going to always be perfect, but you learn how to adapt and adjust and push through even when it's hard. And sometimes that means you need to take a small break and that's okay. Right, right, beautiful, beautiful. So contrastly, take us to your most memorable day of homeschooling that just warmed your heart so much. Maybe it brings you to tears just to think. Yeah, and I like, here we are. so we're not gonna do that. <laughs> Girlfriend, we're not going to break into that crack because once I start, I'm not stopping. That's stop. it. All I'm right, but take us together. to that most memorable day and try uh -huh. not to cry, but it's where you went, this is why I do what I do right here. This is why I do it. I'll go through it again and again, but this right here is is it. My most memorable moment, and it's two parts, was when me and my son had this conversation. It was my son, my daughter, and I. Mm. And... <laughs> 
usually if he does something like if like he had went and he did something strange he went and sat on the top of my kitchen table with his legs in indian style i'm like boy you know you don't need me sitting on my table you know we don't do that but Mm -hmm. then he all of a sudden started expressing himself in such a way that i knew that from an emotional standpoint he needed to do that in order to express himself so I didn't overreact. And he said these words to me. He said, mom, in front of my daughter, he said, mom, when everyone gave up on me, you never did. You had psychologists, doctors, teachers, people with a whole lot of credentials, more than you. And they told you that I would never amount to nothing. I didn't care. I didn't want to learn. And mm-hmm. even when, cause my son, he, he did not start talking to about, he was about four or five years old with his autism. He was okay. he was mute. And he said, Mama, I want to let you know something. I could talk when I was that age, but I just didn't have anything to say. Mm. And I decided when I have something to say, I'm going to mm. speak. And he said, but I always hear you when you was talking to me and you used to pray with me, you used to talk to me and say, you can do anything. You can speak, you can do, you can read, you are smart, you are an intelligent, you can do this. Mm-hmm. And he said one day he decided to talk and then we had our reading because mm-hmm. so we read around the table and usually he struggled really, really bad to get through even a sentence or two. Mm-hmm. And this, and we practiced and we worked on it. And this particular day, my mm-hmm. son stood up with my daughter mm-hmm. and he read and he read the whole, the whole page. He didn't fumble. Mm-hmm. He, even the words that he had trouble with, he figured it out. Mm. That, that moment was like, and I'm trying to hold back. And my daughter, after he got done, my Mm. daughter just stood up and was clapping. And we was (laughs) hugging him. And we was like, oh my goodness. You you did this, you did it. And we was like jumping and everybody like, what is wrong? You did this. And he said, Mom, you believed in me when no one did. Even, even, and then he mm. had a little jokester talking about even my old knucklehead sister believed in me. Oh. <laughs> and so that's that was the moment where we just celebrated because that was a struggle or challenge that he overcame. Yeah. Now, everything is not perfect, sure. Um, sure. but he wasn't supposed to do that. Right. And Tina, you know what? If he was not in your homeschooling, under the tutelage and training and educating of you as his mom, he probably would not be doing that today. And that's the sad fact. You oh, know, it's thanks, a great chance. Yeah, so kudos to you, mama. You know, no one's gonna have your kids back like the mama, I'm telling you, like the mama. I'm today. telling you. <laughs> we're gonna have our kids back. We're gonna be their advocate. We're gonna make sure they get it. Even if for a moment we're like, okay, I'm done. I've gone through that 20 years. Come on, y'all. I done did that where I'm like, okay, all right, all right, okay. I gotta get myself together. But at the end of the day, at the end of the year, at the end of two years or whatever, I'm going to have my kids back and make sure they have and get what exactly. they need. And so that's what we are as home educators, too. We are advocates for our own kids learning their abilities, not to say they can, cannot do, or they must do by this age, or they must do because they're in this quote-unquote grade. No, no, yeah. no. We're not bound by that. We're bound by helping our children to learn, to love learning, and showing their best selves let them, exactly. their best selves show up right so kudos yes. to you tina i'm proud of you 
Oh, so thank you. you. That was a, I, and we had that as a family, and, and yeah. I, that kitchen table. I, I say I'm never getting rid of that kitchen table. Even the legs <laughs> fall off. I'm like, this is the moment. <laughs> that's a memory this table. This is a moment. This is a memory, and we oh. all was able to share in it. And I was ecstatic. My son was ecstatic. My daughter was. We all shared in it. We were just like. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, girlfriends, let me let you know again, this is a girlfriend's chat uh, with Tina Ramsey. So thank you, Tina, for coming on. If you're just joining in, this is where uh, uh, those are the African diaspora homeschooling for all from all over the world. Um, come and join in and share their journey, their experiences, their um, little nuggets of insights and their triumphs and their challenges of homeschooling, all to encourage you that you can. Hashtag rehomeschool too. And if you have never listened to any of Girlfriend's Chat the, with Angela Jordan Perry, the podcast, and welcome. There are over a hundred more podcasts that you can listen to. And if you've never seen any of the actual um, teasers or interviews, be sure to go over to YouTube at Girlfriend's Guide to Homeschooling with Angela Jordan Perry. So two different things. Girlfriend's Chat is the podcast and Girlfriend's Guide to Homeschooling with Angela Jordan Perry is on YouTube. Okay, so stay connected. So welcome. Thank you. Comment, share, like, send a review, all those good things so that we can be seen out here. Okay, so uh, Tina, as we transition to the second part of our show, this is where I ask you specific questions, short questions, just to pick your brain um, and just uh, to if you could do that. Okay, so tell us what is your favorite quote, Tina, that helps you through your homeschooling journey? I have so many and I and just now it just left my head. Sure. <laughs> but but um every great thing start with start with failing first. Mm. Every good thing starts with failing first. We I had to learn how to not be perfect in order to find what our level of success is. Mm. So true. Yeah. So true. Um, do you plan to homeschool through all the way to the end of their school? Of course. Okay. Yes. I didn't know. Can't go know. back once you know the best way. And, and it's so true. It's so true. Once you've seen it and the, 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 um, you know, the, the facts of how things turn out and the, what do you call it? The cream is in the pudding. How are you? That slogan is, yeah. once you see it. The proof is like, in the pudding. Yep. There you go. The proof is in the pudding. You can't, you can't go back. You just can't. Mm -hmm. um, what is something unique that you do in your homeschooling um, to the Ramsey family that maybe other homeschool families don't do? I don't know if it's unique per se. However, you, I'm very, very big on natural remedies and different things to balance our emotions and our health naturally. Okay. So my kids, they know a little bit. My kids are a little, little walking, little encyclopedias when it comes down to different things they can do for their body that normal children don't know. And mm -hmm. we implement that in our homeschool. But one thing that is instrumental that we do is that I allow my children to be themselves. So my son had to learn through active movement, jumping around, moving mm -hmm. in order to learn. And my daughter, she can do either or. I let them learn the way they was born to learn. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Even if I don't think it's the way it should be, I let them be free to learn. And I have curriculum and different things based on how they learn and I facilitate mm -hmm. things for them. Mm -hmm. And that helps us so much. Beautiful. What are some resources or curriculum that you feel every family should have in their homeschool library? Oh, that is a lot. 
(laughs) 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 However, um, I feel that it's very essential for our children to learn about our history Mm -hmm. um, and learn about the positive side of our history um, versus just slavery. Because that's just one facet that happened and that can leave our children feeling very angry. So, um, I think we should show them the positivity. The next thing I think that we should incorporate right brain learning, which is basically kinetics with Mm -hmm. moving and jumping, um, visual audio. Um, I actually helped co-author a book called kinetic spelling for active learners, the right brain approach to learning. I'm finding Mm -hmm. that we do that a lot in elementary school do hands on. But once we get children in middle and high school, we forget that those are the same children that had to learn from hands on and we expect them to go to middle school, go to high school and then shift their learning in another way where we need Mm. to still facilitate that way of learning for them throughout Mm. their school experience. Mm. I had to learn that. And so my son, he learns better that way. And I made sure that I do that, even though he's in middle school, um, I made sure that he has things that Con, like kinetic stuff as a learning he have things that he has to move he has to build he has to you know in order for his for him to absorb the information better yeah and I, I don't care that he's in middle school if he needs to do that if he needs to move around let him move <laughs> yeah 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 beautiful beautiful what is the best piece of advice that you've received tina since you've been on this um homeschooling journey that you'd like to share with the listeners success doesn't mean perfection Success does not mean perfection. Oh, you got to break that down, honey. Because, like I said, as homeschoolers, we are on the outside looking in, so to speak, because of the simple fact that we feel like we have to always prove something because we made the decision that we're going to homeschool, we're going to do it this way, we're going to do it that way. and And for the most part, we are judged a lot for choosing to homeschool. And so we put this over expectation i'm not saying don't have expectations but i'm saying when we overly do it it stress out the homeschool experience for your children and for yourself and when you don't reach those unobtainable goals then everyone is left feeling like a failure Mm. and so we need to learn to love and uh, and and uh, um just accept the imperfection of the experience because none of us perfect walking on the earth right, so right, why right. are we setting perfection that's right and so i had to learn that because i told you i'm a type a personality got to be boom 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 and i was like listen i'm putting too much stress on myself and my yeah. children and uh, yeah it's it's making the learning go stagnant mm, because after a while you're going to shift that love for learning to hate to mm. they don't want to learn right and we don't want to do that and so i'm like you know what i'm gonna drop everything has got, don't have to be perfect we going to get to our goal we might not get to it the way that i envision it but as long as we mm-hmm. make it right you know so. yeah 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 and so that's good i i wrote this down you said success does not mean perfection but the contrast is true as well perfection no matter we can't reach that right but no. us trying to reach perfection but perfection does not mean success even if we do it all right, the end goal of how it turned out may not be, you know, success. Um, did your children, have they developed loving to learn? Have they been learning in the way that they learn individually? So, you know, it's, um, it's a constant ebb and flow. It's a constant recreating it. It's a constant looking at it and regrouping and challenging yourself to the way that you teach 
and the way that exactly. you move in your schooling is a constant. And if we don't, like you said, if we don't, trust me, after 20 years of doing this thing, if we don't, you become stagnant. You do. You're doing the same, same rote thing without bringing life into it and change and uniqueness and their way of, of what they like and their interests. So that's it the beautiful it. thing about homeschooling because we get to do all of that and facilitate that and create that, right? Oh, yeah. And so sometimes beautiful. we forget that. We get so we caught do. up in yeah. guidelines that we forget the life yeah. that needs to go behind the guidelines and the requirements. Right. We and it's easy to do so because you have a lot yeah. of pressure. Absolutely. But, but we can do it. We can do it well. We can have fun while we're doing it. Yeah. Just learn to be flexible and yeah. don't look, don't seek perfection because you're going to set yourself up for failure mm -hmm. and you're going to feel guilty. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. I just mm -hmm. did it. And then you want to give up once you do that. And right. the goal is not to give up. The goal is to keep going. Right. And create this beautiful environment of homeschooling. Well said, Tina. Well said. So as of this recording, we are in the midst of our you know, self-quarantine, being quarantined and being commanded not to leave our homes unless it's for essentials. So tell us in the midst of this, we're who have been homeschooling, we're still doing our thing. Has yeah. your homeschooling changed at all in the midst of this COVID-19? Um, initially at first, no, but we're like in week five, I think, okay. over here in South Carolina, in my area. Okay. Um, and I had to take a break. I had to literally take a break. Um, especially when I started hearing about different people that I knew that was affected or friends of friends who was affected. Yeah. I really realized that I did need to do an emotional checkup for okay. myself Okay. and to get myself, my emotions together. I didn't identify that I was anxious, but I was doing things that, that felt anxious. I was noticing that mm -hmm. my my normal bubbly self was a little bit gloom. Mm -hmm, and so I said, wait, mm -hmm. wait, 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 am I feeling anxious? Am I feeling depressed? Mm -hmm, wait, let me get, let me mm -hmm. get this together. And so I was looking at my children and I was like, um, they're not as bubbly. So let me, let's, I said, time to stop. We're going to do this emotional checkup. What yeah. do y'all want to do? What do yeah. you want to watch a movie? You want to go outside? Well, I mean, what is it that you want to do? And I said, we're not going to do traditional. We're going to, we're going to do these kits. We're going to do these science projects. We're going to um, do our audio books instead of sitting down reading. We're going to act this stuff out instead of sitting yeah. down. Okay. And it shifts everything. And I said, mm. we're going to have, um, I'm going to have a mommy and son date night. So what you want to watch? I'm going to have a daughter and, daughter and mommy date night. Because after this interview, we got our little time. My daughter, I said, girl, you ready? We're going to have a date time. That's <laughs> So, um, just reinventing and being creative and allowing mm. the kids to guide the journey, That's allowing good. them to guide it. So right yeah. now we're, 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 we're cool. We're cool and stuff like that. I just realized that we need to take a seat back about two, three days to, to yeah. get that emotional thing together. Yeah. And now they're laughing, they're bubbly, they're back to their old self and I am too. And so I'm like, all right. That's good, Tina. That's a good point. And um, I didn't realize it too, but we took a, we have taken a break and um, I, I haven't called it emotional checkup, but it is just like to let the dust, the dust settle. Just the, I don't know, just the, the subtle things. So my yeah, kids are having it. fun. They need it. And um, so very good. So that's a, a good word of encouragement to all of you all who are out there homeschooling, you know, check on yourself. Do you need emotional checkup? Do you need to 
take a moment, a vacation from schooling for a little bit just to mm -hmm. make it through this change because we got all sorts of things happening, people not working, people not bringing in income because they're not working. You're trying to figure out this. So, and to still stay focused and plow through the homeschooling, you might just need to take a break and, and just do an emotional checkup, check in with yourself and see where you are. So Tina, thanks for bringing mm -hmm. that terminology to, to the plate. So um, as we wrap up here, Tina, is there any last words of advice you want to give the girlfriends? And then also let us know what you have your hands in that you would like us to know about so that we can come and support and rally and get involved with what you're doing. Um, first of all, thank you for having me on. This is truly a girlfriend platform. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but just basically don't give up. Um, homeschooling is just like a roller coaster. You have your up moments, you have your down mm -hmm. moments, and then you have your level moments where everything mm -hmm. is going just according to plan. Right. Homeschooling is life. And when you think of life, life has different changes, different intervals that make you your unique person. Don't fight against it. Work with it. And you can adapt. Be flexible. Yeah. Don't look for perfection. And with me, um, you guys can support me. I have my hands in my main three tiers of what I do is education, um, wellness, and empowerment. That's what I do. And so I focus mainly on females now, even though I'm certified to talk with the whole family, but I realized that as sisters, as girlfriends, we are the last to get our emotional checkup. We are the last to take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And many times we don't realize it until we so deep into the problems or the situation that we lose ourselves mm -hmm. because I lost myself. I, I got to the point, my husband wanted to take me somewhere before the coronavirus. And he was like, Tina, what do you, um, what, what do you want to do? I want to do something just specific for you. What, what do you want to do? I'm like, don't even know like what do I like like okay when I was in my 20s I like this but 30s not so much okay I'm getting close to these words I don't know and then I realized somewhere mm. in between the hustle and the bustle I mm. lost what made Tina Tina mm. and so mm -hmm. I encourage women with my coaching to find yourself and fall back in love with her again all right fall yes. back in love Telling yeah, you. And so that's true. This is this is our book, Kinetic Spell for Active Learner. It's like um, hands on, you know, interactive. Um, nothing's the same because children tend to get bored. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, I'm all about female wellness, so I endorse and have these, which are jewel pads, and it actually helps. It has a wellness benefit. Helps with hormonal secretions. It helps with your metabolism. It helps with strengthening your immune system. It helps with cramps. It does a lot of different things when you use it consistently. Um, and I have that at tina.jewelpads.com. And you can get my book on Amazon and Barnes & Noble online. Don't go to no store. Get it online. <laughs> okay, that's right, right? Right now, that's kind of your best option to get it online. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I'm always doing something that is empowering. I want to empower the next generation to do better, not only with education, but our health. Yeah. And health is true wealth. We can have all the money in the world, but if our health is in the Hello. toilet, Hello. we not think mm -hmm. about that money. We think about what can we do in order to sustain a measure of life? What can yes. I do? Yes. And so sadly, most of us don't think about that until it's almost too late or yeah. um, 
it's I feel like it's never too late because I had a stroke and I was paralyzed and I don't supposed to be mm-hmm. walking and talking and now mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to do dratic, drastic things in order to shift my health, dealing with the products I use, mm-hmm. dealing with what I put in and on my body and the foods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have to pay attention. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, that's we have true. to. And so that's what I teach. That's what I talk about. And I'm like, listen, I don't supposed to be walking or talking now before you. I'm supposed to not be here. Mm. But this is what happened with my life. And so wow. I don't endorse. I don't push anything. I don't have any product that I don't personally use. Because I I feel like this. I don't ask you to do anything that I personally will not do. That's right. that's, that's not right. So I'm like, right. okay, everything that I have, that I offer with my company, I use. And um, my family used, my daughter used, and it changed our life. We don't even have to use pills anymore for cramps. Mm. We use this consistently with our liners. You have to use the liners ahead of time and also our pads. No cramps, no cramps, no, um, it kills 99.9% of bacteria naturally because it's an atom, it's graphene. Graphene actually received a Nobel Prize in 2010. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I'm proud I'm so proud of because it was it it's a black owned business and black owned partners and I'm so happy that we're finally in the front lines of something amazing like this that is really changing the way women live their life yes um for the better and it's not expensive because I know a lot of things but the average person can't afford it so if you live in the projects or if you live in the suburbs you can afford this. Right. Afford this. And so um, you can go to tina.jewelpads.com. It's a 40% discount, only $6 per pack. And that's all the flows. It's, it's, you're not discriminated because you got to have a heavy flow. Everybody pay the same price and wow. stuff. But be Good consistent. Deal. Good consistent deal. With Well, thank you, Tina. Thank you. Thank you, you all, girlfriends. Be sure to check out what Tina has going on. Go to her websites. We'll make sure all of that information is right there in the show notes. So you can just click on the button and go right over there and check it out. Be educated and support. Support, you know, support yes. on. Come on, let's do it. So, girlfriends, <laughs> as always, you are the average sum of the five people you hang out with. And this hour, you have been hanging out with Tina Ramsey. <laughs> so, you know, keep up the momentum and keep connecting with positive influences and resources that's going to encourage you in your homeschooling journey. And then you be sure to be that positive influence where you others can draw from you. Okay. So, uh, just get connected, stay connected, listen to these interviews. You need coaching, connect with Tina, check her out. Um, she'll be available with her, um, all of her, her, all of her contact information will be there for what you need in this season. And be sure to check in with yourself. Like Tina said, emotional check-in as you're homeschooling and we're all going through this change, you know, um, just be sure to check in. But as always, just remember this, that to, to teach a child is to touch a life. And as we homeschool, we not only touch a life, we shape the future through our efforts, not perfect efforts, but through our efforts, our humble efforts, our fact of being an advocate for our kids' efforts of homeschooling. So keep making a positive impact day after day, year after year. And Tina, thank you, Girlfriend's Guide to Homeschooling and Girlfriend's Chat. We thank you for giving of your time and your energy to share your insights and wisdom with all of us. All the best to you. Thank you so much. Thank you too. 
stay well and healthy and um, prayers for your family as they are fighting through uh, COVID-19. Those of your family members who have been touched, um, sending positive energy and and prayers uh, your way and peace to you you. and your family. Okay. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, girlfriends. Until next time, um, check out uh, the podcast where you get the full interview and on YouTube where you're going to hear her teaser. All right. So take care. Peace to everybody. Bye.